Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey there, welcome to another episode of She. I am so thankful that you are here. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to your first episode. This is going to be a great one, hopefully very relatable and encouraging. If you feel like, and the best way I can describe this feeling, I finally put found a way to like put words to it. If you feel like your dreams are coming true for everyone else but you, like your greatest dream is to be married and you still don't even have a boyfriend, but all your friends are getting engaged left and right, or your greatest dream is to graduate college and become a nurse, but something happened in your personal life or with your health that set you back in your education timeline to graduation and all your friends are getting ready to graduate and you still have a year or two years left to actually finish your degree or something else entirely. This feeling of like my dreams, the thing that I really want is like coming true for everyone else but me. How the heck do I handle this? And um, that's a tough question. And it it kind of is comparison. Like it's a little bit of that. But I think it's just also this like constant reminder of like the thing I hope for most or like can't wait for or I'm longing for most seems to come with ease to everyone around me and has felt like a freaking brick wall to me. So you know, I want to read you this chapter from my new book, Embrace Your Almost. It's chapter nine. It's literally called When Your Dreams Come True for Everyone Else But You to not only speak some life and encouragement into you, but also give you a little preview of what you can expect in this book and see if it's something that's right for you. It has officially released now. If you're listening to this on the day that this episode airs, it came out yesterday, but it released on April 5th and it's officially out in the world. And I would love, love, love if you would grab a copy if you have not yet done that. But I figured this would be a great way for you to kind of get a preview and see if this would be a book that would be good for you. So all of that said, I would love for you to grab a copy as you listen or after you listen, you can go to jordanleedooley.com slash EYA and you'll find all the retailers there. Or you could literally just search Embrace Your Almost on any retailer's website, Target, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, elsewhere, all the places, or you can walk into a bookstore if you'd like, if you like to actually go and like hold something in your hand. But all of that said, I'm excited to get to share this with you. I'm so excited that this book is finally out in the world and I can't wait to give you a little preview. So without further ado, here is chapter nine, when your dreams come true for everyone else but you. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. You know what makes it really hard to be content with your life? Feeling like your dreams are coming true for everyone but you. Can I get an amen? It was late July, barely a month after our second pregnancy loss, and we decided to go on a vacation with my family to Lake Tahoe. A few days into the trip, I sat on the edge of the pier with my toes dangling over the lake when my phone chimed. 
I picked it up to see a text from a colleague telling me about a big win she just had in her business. Given that my professional aspirations and plans had been thrown off course multiple times that year by both personal and global crises, I could almost physically feel jealousy creep in. How did she manage to do that? I can't seem to catch a break. I began to type a response, but I was struggling to find the right words. As I tried to make sense of why it seemed so easy for her while I kept running into brick walls no matter what I had tried so far that year, I began to delete the words I had typed. The waves rolled in before me as I took a deep breath and decided to wait to respond. Not long after that, my phone chimed again with a text from a friend sharing her big news. She was expecting. A golf ball-sized lump formed in my throat, and I nearly dropped the device in the water. I stared at the message for a moment in disbelief. You've got to be kidding me. Why is she even telling me this? And how am I supposed to respond? I debated what to do. If I tell her I'm happy for her, it'd feel like I'm lying because I don't feel happy for her right now. But I can't tell her the truth, can I? That would be rude. Have you ever found yourself in situations like these? You know what I'm talking about, right? Those moments when the very things you've been hoping, working, and praying for seem to work out seamlessly for everyone else. Just days after your heart gets broken, your best friend gets engaged. Hours after your kid gets into big trouble, your neighbor posts about their kid's big accomplishment on Facebook. Or just weeks after you get turned down for your dream job, your sister gets a huge promotion. It's like getting punched in the throat just when you thought you were getting back up. Someone tells you their big news, and you freeze as all the thoughts rattle through your brain. Ouch, this is so unfair. I don't feel happy about this, but I know I'm supposed to be happy for you. It would be rude not to respond. How do I respond, though? SOS. Again, I decided it might be best not to respond in the moment. My emotions were high, and I didn't want to take away from her joy simply because I couldn't share it. So I set my phone down, looked out over the water for a moment, and then walked into our Airbnb to get a popsicle as I sorted through my thoughts. As I thought about everything, envy crept back in, then guilt for feeling jealous. Of course, that only made the problem worse. So I texted my therapist to get her input. After explaining the situation, I said, I'm having such a hard time being happy for others and feel like a terrible friend. First, she validated my feelings and then sent me a follow-up response. Being happy for others is a social norm, but it's often not how the brain actually works in situations like this. Take some space and give yourself however much time you need. Being happy for others is a social norm, but not how the brain actually works. She went on to explain that there are a lot of misconceptions around being happy for someone. We often assume that to be happy for or celebrate someone, we must feel the same elated feelings that person does. That's not always as easy as it sounds. Instead, we can show our support without necessarily feeling overjoyed or throwing a big party for them. In other words, it's possible to be supportive while still feeling sad, confused, or discouraged ourselves. Supportiveness and sadness can exist simultaneously. And sometimes, to authentically support those we love, we need to take a step back first. All I'd ever thought was that the only appropriate response was to match someone's happiness with the same level of excitement. Perhaps it's the expected thing to do, but I wanted to find the most genuine and healthy thing to do. Plus, as a Christian, I was familiar with the verse that says, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Except, I wasn't sure what the appropriate response was when you're mourning the very thing someone else is rejoicing over. Are you supposed to jump up and down with that person even if that feels disingenuous? Is there a way to support a friend's joy without ignoring or denying the very real feelings that their joy may bring up for you? 
I wonder whether operating with this principle, that we can acknowledge our hurt instead of responding to someone with fake happiness, might have saved so many of us from years of built-up resentment or hidden jealousy by actually giving us permission to validate our feelings and take the space we need to be able to support them genuinely. Over text, that may look like waiting a bit to respond so we can gather our thoughts or even vent our feelings to someone we trust. In person, that may look like offering congratulations, but then taking the space or time we need to process the sting after the encounter. Perhaps for the first time in my adult life, I gave myself permission to not pretend to feel happier than I was just because that's the perceived expectation. I would take a little time to work through the initial blow so that eventually I could genuinely support my friends, even if from afar. As I sat on a lounge chair outside the Airbnb with my popsicle in hand, my brother happened to walk around the corner. Hey, he said, why so blue? Oh, hey, buddy, just a little bummed out today. Well, what would make you not so bummed out? I shrugged. I don't know, maybe buying a big inner tube somewhere, floating out on the lake and unplugging for the rest of the day? A huge grin flashed across his face. Let's do it. So we loaded into the pickup truck and headed down to the local hardware and grocery stores to see whether either of them had inflatable rafts or inner tubes. Negative on both. We tried another store and it didn't have any left either. Wow, who knew inflatable rafts would be so popular around here, I joked as we left and looked out at the massive lake across the street. In a last-ditch effort, we stopped by one more store. To our surprise, it did have inflatable rafts, although they weren't exactly what I was thinking. Well, Jord, he asked, do you want the flamingo or the unicorn? I thought for a minute, definitely the flamingo. The clerk was kind enough to inflate it for us, and I spent the rest of the afternoon floating on a big pink flamingo in the sun, sipping on a cold drink. As weak as my faith felt at the time, I talked to God a bit too. I admitted the bitterness I felt as I compared myself to my friends. I asked for help to believe that even when it didn't make sense, he was writing a beautiful and purposeful story not only for other people, but also for me. Did it take away my pain or disappointment? No. Did it make the situation feel any fairer? Not at all. But do you want to know what it did do? It helped me remember the bigger picture when it seemed like everything in the world was unfair and when I began to believe the lie that everyone else's dreams but mine would come true. The lesson here? You don't have to pretend that an unfair or triggering situation doesn't bother you. Sometimes the best thing we can do is pause, collect ourselves, breathe, and trust that the middle we find ourselves in isn't the end of our story. As the sun set that night, I typed a response to both of my friends along these lines. Huge congratulations to you, friend. What an exciting time for you. I want to be honest in saying that this is a difficult season for me, and I don't want to project any negative feelings in a season that should be one of so much celebration for you. Please know that I'm loving and supporting you from afar. I added a couple of heart emojis, hit send, and held my breath as three little bubbles appeared to let me know they were typing a response. Guess what happened? No one was offended or upset. In fact, they both responded with understanding and even gratitude for my authentic response. How about that? In situations like these, I think we often believe we need to force a feeling we're supposed to have, even if that feels ungenuine in the moment. That day I learned that when we're met with the sting of seeing our dreams come true for someone else, it is possible to honor a friend's joy and be honest about our feelings without making that person feel guilty for the good that is happening in their life. When you're stuck in the middle and it seems like everyone around you is on to the next milestone, give yourself some grace and, when possible, space. Float on a big pink flamingo if you have to. As difficult as seeing your dreams come true for other people can be, try to look at it as more than a reminder of what is painful. 
Instead, dare to believe it's also a reminder of what is possible. The other side of the comparison trap. A few weeks later, one August afternoon, I was sitting on my back patio, sipping lemonade and attempting to tan my thighs when a peculiar thought came to mind. I've spent so much time over the last month comparing myself to others and feeling behind, I thought. But I wonder whether women have looked at my life and compared themselves to me and felt behind in other ways. I thought about my single friends who often shared that they wish they could just find a decent guy. How did they feel on my beautiful wedding day? I wondered whether they felt a little like I did in that moment, comparing myself with women who had something I wanted but didn't yet have. I thought about my friends who felt unfulfilled in their careers. I realized that they probably compared their careers to mine at one point or another, even when I ran into obstacles in my business. Surely it was tough for these friends whenever I'd share about challenges I was having in my dream job, right? I grabbed my phone and texted a few friends to ask them about this so they could either confirm or disprove my hypothesis. To my surprise, it was confirmed. One had, in fact, found herself feeling behind in the whole marriage department compared to me, and another certainly looked at her career and felt like she'd accomplished nothing in her life compared to me. Wow, I thought. We're all doing the same thing, just in different ways. No one is behind. We're all just in different places. For example, many friends who have never experienced loss and easily had several kids hadn't experienced fulfillment from their careers. Some other friends who are flying through career milestones haven't found the right partner or have had their hearts shattered by the person they thought they'd be with forever. Just as I felt behind in one area of life, women all around me felt behind in another. Putting things into perspective this way taught me something I want to pass on to you. Keep this in your back pocket for whenever you look around and feel as if your dream is coming true for everyone else but you. We will all struggle in this life. It may be at different times and in different ways, but we were never promised easy or perfect lives, although society and social media tend to shout, you can have it all, causing us to think having it all will make us complete. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Parents, when you visit California, childhood rules. If you don't remember how awesome childhood is, just ask yourself. What would kids do? Dance to a giant organ played by ocean waves? Yep. Camp in floating tree houses hundreds of feet off the ground? Check. Jump in a big tub of mud on purpose? Call it rejuvenation. We don't care. Just pack your fun pants and let childhood rule your family vacation. If you need help, ask your kids. Start planning at visitcalifornia.com. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And 
I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like these are incredible. <laughs> Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for- one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. The truth is we may not be able to have it all at the same time. There may be a season when we have the family we hope for, but can't yet afford the dream house or can't move as fast toward our professional aspirations as we'd like. Or there may be a season when we can quickly advance in our careers, but don't have the dream boat husband or cute kiddos yet. It all comes in phases, friend, and those phases look a little different for each of us. Before I go on, I want to address what you might be thinking. You might be thinking about someone you know personally or follow online. She's got the nice house, the doting husband, the darling kiddos, the looks, the successful career. She sure seems to have it all. I suppose it depends on how you define all. Is it possible that she has a chronic health condition you can't see? An estranged relationship with her mother? Childhood trauma that affects her daily? Of course it's possible. In fact, it's likely that there is something that disrupts her life daily, even if it appears picture perfect to you. However, just in case you're really certain she does have it all, let's say her life is as perfect and painless as it appears right now. Sure, it may be possible to seemingly have it all for a little while. I'd call that a good season, a gift to cherish and enjoy because it won't last a lifetime. It probably won't even last long. I can almost guarantee that some part of it will inevitably get disrupted. Whether the company makes staffing changes, a global pandemic hits, or someone in the family gets sick or goes astray, it won't stay flawless forever. Something will almost always get disrupted for every single one of us, just as it seems like all the pieces are falling into place. Why? Because we live in a fallen world and life is messy. I wish I had a better answer for you, but I'm not sure that's something we will ever fully understand on this side of heaven. So instead of trying to decide who has it better or worse, or wondering whether we're behind, perhaps it's important to remember that everyone's almost, not quite, look a little different and everybody's season of suffering and or waiting comes at a different time. Some experience it during childhood, others experience it in their 20s, and some don't come face-to-face with disrupted dreams or broken hearts until later in their lives. But the bottom line is that we will all face it at some point or another. No one is immune, not even the woman who you think has the picture-perfect life. Just like I've experienced, that sense of having it all and having it all together can shatter in the blink of an eye. 
Comparing your existence with others' experiences only robs you of your own contentment. It inhibits your own processing and journey toward your ambitions, your aim in life. Focusing so heavily on what is happening in someone else's life also keeps you from seeing the way God is working in yours. When your perfect plan faces a painful obstacle, you can focus on the obstacle and compare your life to the lives of those who don't have the same hurdle to face, or you can focus on your life and celebrate how far you've come despite that obstacle. Of course, the question becomes, cute sentiment and all, but how do I actually do that? Especially when it feels like everything is going wrong in my world. Move in the meantime. When life feels utterly unfair, jealousy sprouts. Jealousy leads to bitterness. Unchecked, it's like a weed that chokes our growth. Rather than flourishing where we are, we begin to feel strangled by and stuck in our circumstances. Naturally, we peek over and see how wonderful someone else's existence seems to be, how effortlessly that person seems to be flourishing, and before we know it, bitterness makes us believe the lie that we're behind. As a result, we get stuck. Sometimes we get so stuck that we don't even recognize opportunities or open doors in front of us because we're so focused on the one that got shut. Since that day at Lake Tahoe, I've had to consistently push myself to remember that a life of contentment and purpose isn't about being ahead or finishing first. Instead, it's about choosing to flourish even when we feel behind or don't have it all, because that will be most of the time. Hold on to faith and believe the truth that someone else's success in a particular area isn't our failure. I know, this sounds nice in theory, but feels impossible to put into practice. Quite honestly, I haven't figured out how to just reprogram my feelings on the spot. I'd imagine you haven't either. It's not as simple as saying, never mind, I don't feel that way anymore. This is why choosing to flourish is more than merely deciding to feel differently. It's taking action. It's changing our focus and allowing our feelings to follow suit. For example, when we begin to feel jealous, behind, or discontent, choosing to do something that feels enjoyable and life-giving, such as making our favorite dessert, reading a book on the back porch, volunteering for a cause, or planning a fun double date, can help shift our focus from I'm behind to Even here, I will find ways to like my life. In other words, when unmet expectations and broken dreams leave us feeling as though we've fallen behind, how we tend to the ground we're planted in can make a big difference. When I mope around and tell myself I'm stuck in some way, I begin to believe the lie that I'm running out of time. Focusing on how far away I am from personal or professional milestones I expected to be at creates a pretty miserable feeling. However, when I shift my gaze away from my expected timeline and focus my energy on creating a lovely life, gardening, volunteering, journaling, cooking, floating on a lake, etc., I experience the sense of satisfaction that I'm looking for and that I believe I'll find when I finally get to that milestone. I admit, I don't always get this right. Sometimes I get stuck in a funk and do the very opposite of what I know I need to do. I admit that because I'm sure that despite your best efforts, the same thing may happen to you. That said, I can physically feel the difference it makes when I do. I feel lighter, more alive, and fulfilled. If your circumstances have left you feeling behind, I want this for you too. When I begin to feel stuck or behind, three questions help me make the choice to tend to my life. One, compared to who? Two, what desire is unmet in my life right now? Three, how can I care for the desires of my heart even before a dream comes true? Let's unpack each of these. One, compared to who? Who am I comparing myself to and how can I consider the bigger picture? As I shared before, when I zoom out from the one area or issue I'm fixated on, I find that the person or people I'm comparing myself to likely feel stuck or behind in a different area. Whenever you begin to believe the lie that you're somehow behind, consider who you're comparing yourself to. Then zoom out. 
Look at the whole picture, not just the specific area where you feel behind. And you might just realize that what you're believing isn't based on the whole truth. Two, what desire is unmet in my life right now? When you trip just short of the finish line or fall short of a goal or everyone else's dreams besides your own are coming true, I want you to consider something. Instead of fixating on the specific thing you wish were happening, try to concentrate on the deeper desire beneath it. If your dream is to get married, then your deeper desire is likely love and companionship. If your dream is to reach the next level in your career, then your deeper desire may be to create or achieve. If your dream is to grow your family, your deeper desire may be to nurture. The list could go on, but I'm sure you get the point. When you begin to feel behind, stuck, or discontent in your almost but not quite achieved hopes and dreams, consider the deeper desire that feels left out to dry when one specific dream shatters or takes longer than you'd like. This is critical to understand for step three. Three, how can I care for the desires of my heart even before a dream comes true? Although those desires may not be met in the way we'd like or in the timeline we'd prefer, things like finding a spouse, having a family, or building a fulfilling career unfortunately aren't as simple as picking something off the target shelf. We can find ways to tend to those good desires before we get to where we want to be and while we wait on a specific dream. Will it be the same as it would be if our dream came true? Of course not. Still, I found there's something powerful in moving in the meantime, rather than moping around and comparing myself with everyone else. For example, a few months after my second loss, I felt a deep, unmet need to nurture. It was like an empty feeling, and that was really hard. After a while, I began to ask, what can I nurture right now? I chose to pour into my health and marriage, as well as start a garden. That garden was the one I shared about in chapter one the one that I planted late in the season and that failed miserably in terms of the physical harvest. But it met a deep need for me in that season. Although it wasn't at all the way I originally planned to nurture, it was an enriching way to move in the meantime. The details may be different for you. Let's say that something has come up in your personal life and thrown a wrench in your plans to build a career as a music artist. Your desire to create through your music has been put on hold. Does that mean you can't still create? Not at all. What you create in this season may just look different than you thought, and you may be able to fulfill that good desire by volunteering to work at a summer music camp for underprivileged children, leading worship at your church's Sunday gatherings, or doing something else that is still aligned with that dream and feels fulfilling. Plus, you may be surprised to see how doing so could hone your vision, refine your talent, and shape your future for the better. When it seems like your dream is coming true for everyone but you, the goal isn't to pretend that everything is fine and dandy. The goal is to have an action plan to recover from the gut punches and shake off the lie that you're behind. Doing so allows you to be present, grounded, and content in the sacred place you've been assigned to grow today. Remember, just because you may not be at your desired destination doesn't mean you're at a dead end. You're simply on divine middle ground. I dare you to find enriching ways to move even here in the middle, even as you feel stuck between where you started and where you hope to be. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content And it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in.
To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.